Hello, besties. Welcome to Martini with Eddie, your ultimate destination for everything Bravo. Join me as we spill the tea, dissect the drama, and uncork the juiciest gossip from your favorite reality TV shows. And um, this is our last show of 2023, and I really needed to make it special. Uh, we had a great year in the Bravo universe, some crazy moments. A lot of people splitting, uh, scandal, uh, name it, it happened in the Bravo universe. And there is no way that I can do this one myself. I wanted to invite somebody who is not only an amazing content creator, but it's somebody that I call my friend, my bestie. We had gone uh, together to Charleston. We spent BravoCon weekend together. It has been, you know, we have each other's back. And um, yeah, let's start this show by bringing on my bestie, Caitlin from Bestie by Bravo. Hi, bestie. Hi, bestie. Thank you for having <laughs> me. So true. We definitely have each other's backs. And um, I had such a great year getting to know you. And I mean, if y'all don't know, when I met Eddie, we decided to go on each other's podcasts and he and I... We, I can't remember if we did your podcast or mine, but I was texting you what I was doing that night. And then you told me, hey, come to Charleston. We're going in a few weeks. And I was like, <laughs> well, hell, I just met you. Let's do it. And we had the best time. Oh, my gosh. That was like the best trip ever. I mean, honestly, like the best way to, to actually do a trip is just say, yes, let's do yeah. it. Like, um, and we decided to go to Charleston because I remember that uh so the hospitality just finished the first mm -hmm. season. Yep. And I was like, you know what? Let's go and meet the cast. I mean, they, we've been always like talking online and whatever. So it was like the perfect opportunity for us to like, um, you know, show them support and also yeah. go and see Leva. I love Leva, which we didn't right. get to see that time because they were filming the current season that is airing of Southern, uh, Southern Charm. And we know what happened with Olivia's brother. So we are mm. not going to talk about it because that's got a really sensitive topic. Yeah. But um, we were supposed to meet Leva and some other people from the cast of Southern Charm. But they were, you know, going through that together. And obviously we respect that. And But we loved going to Charleston because we got the oh. VIP treatment like everywhere we went to. <laughs> it was so much fun. Uh, you know, we went with our friends Dakota and Lauren and Devin and Jackson, and it was just such a fun group and getting to know, you know, the cast. Uh, really, they are exactly what you see on TV, and that's always fun, you know, it because we, we kind of imagine surely they can't be exactly that way, but no, they absolutely were. And Mia spent a lot of time with us and she was wonderful. Um, and Joe Bradley was great. I mean, we, we spent time with all of them really. Uh, it, it was a lot of fun. It, it just was almost surreal. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. That's the best way to put it. it was so surreal because like you said, like most people expect Bravo Labs to be in some kind of way. And then when you meet them in person, it's like, okay, you are just like in the show, but on the other side, you also have a very human layer to you. Like, oh my um, gosh, yeah. Some people forget that they are actually just people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I have to say, I my grandfather passed uh, about a month ago, and 
even Leva was one of the people that reached out to me. You, of course, texted me immediately. And uh, Leva reached out and was just so kind. And, um, you know, that really is something I kind of just want people to know that, like, she genuinely is that person. So it was just, it, it was such a great experience. And it was my first foray into really jumping into the full world of being with my fellow Bravo content creators and just like getting to know everyone. I mean, that was one of my favorite things at BravoCon. I know we'll get there, but um, obviously meeting the Bravo Lebs. But I remember that Friday was just such a blast getting to meet people I've seen online everywhere. And it was like, oh my God, it's you in person. <laughs> you do exist. <laughs> it was like he meeting put, Santa Claus. <laughs> he put the voice to the face. Or the face to no, yeah. the, the voice. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Both, really. <laughs> yeah. Because most of the time, we don't know the, the actual human being behind the, the podcast and the, and the post and stuff. Like sometimes it's just... Because a lot of content creators, like it's not like us. Like we put our face to our content. Some content creators prefer to be, you know, uh, private of their personal mm -hmm. life and separate from the content, right? So when you meet them in person, you're like, oh my gosh, hi, we've been following each other for like so long. Yeah, nice to meet you. exactly. Exactly. It's so true. And it's, I mean, really, I, I, every single person I met was so nice. I know people wanted like super juicy stuff from me from BravoCon being like, oh, who was the rudest? Who was the best? And I'm like, Everyone was actually pretty great, <laughs> which I know it's not that juicy, but we have plenty of other juicy stuff to talk about. <laughs> oh, yeah. So let's start with uh, the shows that kind of kick off the 2023, which was Atlanta, New York. Uh, we also got we were going through the scandal of it all because that was the big, big, big scandal of 2023. So let's kick off with those. Yeah, you know, I remember <laughs> I was in the middle of working out, okay? I had just put my son down for a nap. I'm working out. And in between sets, I'm scrolling on the internet, obviously. <laughs> what else do you scroll on? Anyway, <laughs> and so I look and I see the TMZ headline about Rachel and Tom. And I'm like, no way. I think we texted each other almost immediately. Yes. And I was like, Eddie, What? And we did an emergency podcast. I mean, I was like, there's no way. I thought, I when I say I genuinely was like, wait, what's today's date? It was like March 3rd or 4th or something like that. I was like, is it April 1st? It's surely April Fool's Day. I That is how seriously I was like, what? And it, it was such a wild time. And the crazy part was that it dropped like maybe like two weeks before the season was going to start. So like we went into the season like knowing that something big happened. So it was like watching it with like 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 a spy, like like a yeah. like, inspector gadget trying to find the little pieces to like tie it to the scandal of it all. Yes. I think we were maybe like one or two episodes in, if that. And I think the phenomenon of it all was just so incredible for Bravo fans, for uh, people who weren't already into Bravo. Just going to watch parties at bars, I was like, now I know how straight men feel watching the Eagles at a bar with all their dude friends because that's <laughs> what it was like. It, it was it was incredible and it was electric and 
I mean, it's I it was almost like lightning in a bottle, which is the best way to describe Vanderpump rules at the end of the day. And I, I just I, I found it so incredible the way we found so many more Bravo fans that were in hiding. You know how a lot of people for the longest time, they're still right. And they like, don't like to admit, Oh yeah. Okay. I watched the housewives here and there. And it's like, no, no, we yeah. watch Vanderpump rules because I mean, now they're what Emmy nominated have the, Emmy? yeah. the Emmys haven't aired yet. They're not airing yet. Yeah. They better win for your consideration. It's like Emmy Academy. people came out of like the, the, like, like from like the graves, like like zombies, like yeah. I, like, I didn't know you were a Bravo fan, but like now you are like getting into the mess. It was such yes. a mind blowing uh, situation, and yeah, people keep saying, "Oh, there has been many cheating scandals uh, on Bravo," but it was the way that it happened and to the person that it happened to. It was so wild, and I don't think it's something that anyone can... The people who say that, oh, yeah, everyone gets cheated on. Meh, 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 meh. Yes, lots of people get cheated on. But this was just the most unexpected mm. pairing. It was like Rachel at yes. the time, Raquel, Rocky. No freaking way. I thought we were mad at her for making out with Tom Schwartz in Mexico. No, we're mad at her for <laughs> literally sleeping with Ariana's boyfriend. Yeah. Insane. And she um, and the thing that happened was that she was engaged to to James. She decided, I mean, they decided to like call it off. Uh she returned the uh the ring at the reunion, and then this thing happened because let's remember that this was happening while this was going on too, right? Because um it was uh, October 2022 when BravoCon uh, 2022 happened. And I was in the mix of the private party. And I was, I mean, I didn't know this candle was happening. But No, you would that, never have guessed. No, but now that I knew that it was happening while BravoCon 2022 was happening, now I kind of see why some dynamics were playing the way they were playing at that party. <laughs> well, it's it's interesting because I remember two days before it broke, it, or no, yeah, two days before it broke because Sheena and Rachel were on Watch What Happens Live together. And this is where I learned my lesson as a content creator, see something, say something, because I found it so odd that Sheena had cropped Rachel out of all the photos on her Instagram post of Watch What Happens Live. And I was like, something is weird there. But then it's Sheena, so I was like, oh, maybe all the photos with her and Rachel were not on her good side. And, like, I just was kind of like, okay, maybe that's what it is because, you know, we I would never have thought. But I just knew something was up, and uh, now I'm like, I see anything. I grab that phone, and I'm like, listen, besties. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> it's become crazy. <laughs> no, and to me... What was really like crazy was like Tom and Ariana were like we saw them as like the stable relationship on Vanderpump Rules. Like we never thought that that was gonna happen to them. I mean, we we knew that they have like a very particular relationship. You know, yeah, the way that they're like handle their private matters that was their business. And like I always tell people, people have the right to create their own rules. So I don't blame that on anyone, but. No. Tom Sandoval is comfortable, like I call him, it's comfortable. It's uh, hard to call him Sandoval ever again. <laughs> yes. Uh, 
he was the one who decided to break those rules and break the boundaries. So there's no excuse that, oh, they were not having sex. Oh, there was oh, he wanted one thing and she wanted another stuff. But they both agreed to those stuff together, right? Yeah. They were both planning on, on creating a life together with their own rules. But as mm-hmm. soon as somebody breaks those boundaries and those rules, you became a liar. Yeah. And... Scandal falls a liar. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you know, I think there's something to be said for the boundaries they did have around filming and that we would hear, oh, well, Ari, at least is what scummed of all would say, or sand devil, however you want to say his name. (laughs) Um, He he went on his like PR tour saying, oh, Ariana had these rules, yada, yada, yada. About, I'm sorry. These rules about what we could say and couldn't say on camera. Well, there's something to be said for that because they had longevity at that time as a couple on reality TV. And that was something that was, she was trying, in my mind, trying to keep going by continuing to set those boundaries because we all know boundaries in life are very hard to set, Mm -hmm. at least as the person setting them. It's usually easier for people to follow boundaries than it is for the person to set them. So, because people like to know, listen, where's my line? Where do I stand? But someone like Sandoval, no, he, he sees a boundary and he's like, Oop, boop. I'm going to tiptoe right on that. And he went, he didn't just tiptoe. He like did a cartwheel, a backflip and a hop, <laughs> skip and a jump over that line, honey. It was Olympic diving right there. Yes. Like <laughs> Luann jumping in that pool on Ronnie Legacy that came out today. <laughs> I know. Uh, talking about Ronnie Legacy, how are you feeling about it? I- I'm curious. Okay. Here's here's the thing. I know the social medias are very divided. They either love it or they hate it. Yeah. And I, I think everyone needs to look at it through this lens. If you miss the old Roni and you're nostalgic for these Roni OG ladies, watch it. It's not going to be a bunch of new drama. It's going to be a lot of the same old drama but in a new circumstance with maybe some new words, like maybe Kelly Ben Simone, instead of calling someone a cook over and over, she's calling them a host. Um, yes. <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm enjoying it. I, I Sonia Morgan is my top number one housewife. Mwah, love her. Sonia Morgan, you are my everything. So I, I love watching it. I, I'm disappointed that, you know, Ramona turned out to be who we were thinking she was this whole time and so it's harder to enjoy her she seems a little bit more calm um but at the same time her idea of calm is i uh, i don't know i'm not going to be as rude to the staff and i'm going to act helpless as my way of being polite that's right <laughs> what are your Be- thoughts i was gonna say that i was gonna say like um am i enjoying am i enjoying the show Yes, I am. I actually appreciate what they bring to the table. But like you said, it feels nostalgic. That's all it feels like. It doesn't feel like it's moving forward. It doesn't feel mm-hmm. like it's going to be this like breaking records like people were painting it to be because people were missing so much the OGs that they thought they were going to like be like this like revolutionary thing. And I'm watching it and I'm like, I like it. I mean, I like my OG New York ladies, but to me, I don't know for other people, to me, it's the perfect sample why Ronnie 
can go back to that. Ronnie did the right thing by rebooting it and getting a new fresh set of people on 2023 mm-hmm. um, to bring the show to a different level. Do I think each uh, set of ladies can coexist? Yes, because they live in the same city. doesn't matter the mm-hmm. age gap. At one point, they have to cross paths. So that's why I do believe that somehow Brad going to find ways to have them mingling in the same circles. Mm-hmm. But legacy should stay what it is, a legacy. Yeah. Absolutely. I think they should do an ultimate girls trip that is just Roni legacy. Give it to us just once a year. I mean, a season. What am I talking about? Anyway, I think <laughs> we need to keep our core four, which is Ramona. So, well, we're not going to get Ramona anymore, I don't think. And I don't think we desperately need her, especially if we did Sonia, Luann, Dorinda, Alex, if they got a Viva <laughs> oh. and brought in maybe Jill. Yes. Listen, honey, that you got your next season. Come on. Come on. Let's do it. I want to say this because I agree with you, Amina Hassan. Mm, he said, yeah. or they say, if we are being honest, Kristen is the MVP. And I agree for so one I. reason. I think the fact that she's been so out of the loop of reality TV for such a long time, they bring her back. It kind of like rebranded her. You know, she's in a different place. Uh, We haven't seen or heard too much about her. So I'm kind of interested to see where she's going. So her interaction with the other ladies feels more new. Oh, but Eddie, the fans, the fans are going to turn on her, according to Kelly. Now, I fully agree. I think Kristen is the MVP. And I'm okay with the way she's producing the other women. She has been produced very properly before coming on the trip. And so that's what's wonderful about it. Do I think we need her if we were to do Roni Legacy once uh, once a season? No, I don't think we do. Maybe every other. um, But I think, like I said, if we just swapped out Ramona, Kristen, and Kelly for Aviva, Alex, and Jill... Listen, honey, we got we got some fire going in there. And if if Bravo was to make my New York cast dream happen on 2024, it will be bringing Team Sleep back to my TV because I am. I don't care what anyone says. Love. I don't care how, how. I don't know. I don't know how people are gonna take this, but Team Sleep is literally one of my top three housewife of New York. I don't I I, I agree. Obsessed. I don't think it'll happen. I don't think it'll happen. She is now, which I'm happy for her. Yes. You know, the reason why I'm happy for her because she is now living her fairy tale. She just posted like the other day all the photos, like a little video of all the photos from her wedding. And it I mean, it was gorgeous. And Tinsley was wonderful. I fully oh, yeah. agree. Um, I think we have a better chance of Bethany coming back <laughs> than Tinsley, unfortunately. Because I mean, she's she's got those stepkids now, and she's probably going to want to just keep privacy. Keep her, yeah, exactly, which I respect. I, I also feel like a lot of housewives, right? Ex, I just say ex-housewife, they are in a happy bubble. They want to keep the bubble happy. Yeah. And bringing reality TV into a happy bubble means inviting chaos into your life. And she has done it before. Yes. Not once, many times, right? Yes. So and I and I believe that she is the kind of girl who always wanted her happy ending. 
And like, yeah. you know, so I'm I'm happy with her having it, right? Uh, obviously, my dream is to see her because like Amina Hassan said, and I'm loving your commentary. I just want to share it. She is quintessential New York. And I'm not saying just New York as New York City. She is the she is like the perfect example of a debutante in New York City. Yeah. She I'm, is literally a gossip girl character based on her. That's what I was like, going to say. Yeah. She was in gossip Serena. girl because she represents. Yes. Exactly. She, yeah, I think it was that just as you were saying, Serena Vanderwoodson was based off of Tinsley Mortimer, and they even had her little spinoff. I, I call it spinoff because they made it look very Gossip Girl, but they had her uh, reality show with that. And Tinsley is like perfect for that. She's like kind of the Paris Hilton of New York. And so, yeah, I fully agree. I think she just, I don't know. I, this is me just saying I just don't see her doing it. But would I love it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't think she will do it. I just feel like if it was to happen, that would be like my dream. Like, Wonderful. Even, even if they have her mingling with the, with the new girl from the reboot, because honestly, <gasps> I do see an age and like something about Tinsley, I, I kind of like see it more... Um, this new reboot seems more like her speed than yeah. the old cast. No, I agree. She's the same age as them. Um, maybe she's only a little bit older than them, but her energy is very youthful. Exactly. So that, and now that we're talking about the uh the new cast, we talk about legacy. Let's kind of talk about the new Ronnie that happened in 2023. So let's remember why it happened. Ronnie was getting stale. Then we had this huge, big problem with the latest, with the latest old Ronnie cast, which was season twelve or thirteen. Trying to remember, I don't remember either. (laughs) Thirteen, thirteen, season thirteen because it's always thirteen. Season thirteen was the season that pretty much destroyed the franchise. Like it put it like in a place where it pushed it to the edge, where you know problematic conversations were had on the show but were, they ne- ne- never were they never were addressed resolved nothing resolved, like there was n- nothing uh they canceled a whole reunion i oh i always felt like they were protecting the people who were making those problematic comments too much so they decided to s- scrap the whole thing and start fresh people were complaining because obviously restarting a franchise felt like a slap on the face to the all fans but i do believe that at one point not just ron is gonna go through it every franchise has to go through it at one point or another they're gonna have to like redirect the 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 shows so they can stay fresh so then we invited a brand new set of ladies into our homes and uh, the big kind of like the big change of the show was that these ladies were not just upper east siders. These ladies are from every single area of New York City. Mm-hmm. As somebody who has lived in the East Coast, specifically in New York City for a very long time, it felt more authentic to the dynamics in the city. Um, so what do you yeah. think about this reboot in 2023? I, at first... Was kind of like okay. I don't know where we're going with this. Uh, I, I couldn't tell if some of the women were actually friends. Now I think because 
I do like the way they made us feel like we plopped right into the middle of their lives. And they didn't give this over-the-top introduction of each lady the way that they can do. You know, like, for example, whenever uh, Salt Lake City first started, we got, like, you know, so many introductions. And, I mean... I don't know. It can be a little boring in that many introductions. Just like whenever we get a new housewife and it's like, God, we've just spent 10 minutes going over your businesses <laughs> and meeting your whole family and seeing how you want us to believe you have a perfect life. And so I, I appreciated that they kind of just plopped us right in the middle. I know that with that one woman who was going to be a housewife, I believe her name was Lizzie, being Lizzie. pulled, yeah, being pulled out of it due to her problematic behavior. Um, <laughs> I mean, my God, <laughs> come on, y'all. It's like buy a couple books and figure it out. Yeah. Um, do some reading. Um, but that being said, I think that that's where some of the confusion would happen. Like with, oh, I won't go to catch. Excuse me. You may have to bleep that out since we bleeped it out the whole season, whatever. But I think there were things that were involving her that made it confusing for a minute. And I think we as the audience were a little bit like, what is happening? You know, the cheese board incident and things like that. So I think the second season is going to get its legs a little bit more because once the women see how it works on TV, like how their actual scenes and their actual conversations end up playing out. It's just like someone being a new actor, not seeing themselves on camera before, not seeing themselves in a short film, things like that. So I, I think it's going to have a different connotation and a different feel. I am concerned since we're not getting Jenna Lyons back because she didn't contribute a ton, but we need that kind of calm central player who is the most aspirational, who everyone is trying to impress because that's, that was like Lisa Vanderpump in Vanderpump or Vanderpump rules. Well, that's you, but Beverly Hills, you know, she was our central player for a minute and then it became Kyle and the whole dynamic changed. Um, you know, that's, I, I'm trying to think of more examples. Um, you know, we, we had, uh, like New Jersey, there's first, it, it was really like Teresa and then th the dynamic changed. And then it became uh, about, you know, the Gorgas and then that changed. And then that became a whole war there. So I feel like if you don't have one neutral party, it just becomes a big mess yes. and there needs to be that just chill laid back person. We need one. I don't know where to find him, <laughs> but good luck to you casting. <laughs> and yeah, like, like you said, like I, I do believe that now that they have seen how the fans react to the show, how the show works. I mean, it's hard for any first time set of people to go on a show and do a whole show by themselves, because let's, let's put it in a perspective. Mm. We had we had seen newbies coming into shows, but newbies coming into a season cast where the cast around they can kind of like lead them into reacting or lead them into a conversation. Mm -hmm. When you are brand new to to reality TV, it's quite hard to put your foot in at first. Look what happened to Southern Hospitality, for example. The first season, it's I love Southern Hospitality. Yeah. I love the cast. I was one of the few people who watched the show first episode. I was so excited about it. And I can say that with my whole chest out because I remember myself tweeting on Monday nights by myself <laughs> because nobody was watching it. So, um, but then as the season went by, you start to see how they get comfortable in front of a camera. Yeah. And now on season two that we are watching right now, 
the reaction of the viewer is like, oh, oh, wow. Now they are giving us because they are used to having the cameras around them. I think people forget that those cameras are like the size of freaking cannons. Like, yes. not the brand. I mean, like, it is like a bazooka on their shoulder. And they've got several of them. And then you're mic'd up. And when you're mic'd up, I, I have a background in acting. Being mic'd up, when you have that taped to your chest, wherever, you have to be aware of even the way you're moving because it's you get that, those little, like, ruffled sounds. sounds and we've all heard it and it's really annoying when that sound comes through so then you have the sound person interrupting conversation saying look i gotta adjust your mic things like that they're getting underneath your clothes they're attaching it to your underwear like things like that like they are up in they're touching your whole body and people don't realize like how much there is to it like oh my god like i'll never forget the first time i was on a set like that and i was like uh i have on the ugliest underwear right now and now the sound guy is about to see it not that i was like even attracted to him it was just embarrassing i was like geez i'm not gonna wear this ugly underwear anymore um but you know like they were just my comfy undies okay um but that being said there's so many things that you just don't think about like even Seeing what your face looks like at different angles, oh my god, that's terrifying. Mm. And so, you know, it's like the <laughs> once you that's, get that's those, why I keep changing my face left and right. Like, let me find my good angle here. <laughs> good side, good side. <laughs> let's let's vogue it out. <laughs> um, yeah, right. But it it is bizarre. Like, even think about if you see on social media, like you're in the background of someone's video, and you're like, oh my god, is that me? And you're like, that's what I look like. But it's that times like a million. <laughs> so <laughs> it's like, oh my gosh, I didn't know the back of my head looked like that. Like, huh? Because we're not looking at that stuff. And so then there's that's why all the housewives and all the, the Bravo Lebs and reality stars, their second season, that's when they do the glow up and they usually overdo it. It's third season. Third yep. season is usually the sweet spot. <laughs> that's right. Oh, that's what I want to see. I want to see how the New York reboot glows up for season two and three. That's going to be interesting to watch. Shen is going to be so good. Honestly, like, I do think that the cast that we have right now with the reboot is successful. I mean, if yeah. we went to BravoCon, we will talk about it in detail uh, as we go. But what most people didn't see that weren't there is that the, the cast of New York was like the most uh, look after, or like the people wanted to meet them, or the people wanted to see how they were, what they were doing. Uh, Couldn't get into the panel. No, because it was packed. Yeah, we had to be. I we were VIP and we were turned away. I can't remember if it was you and I that went, or it was Giorgio and I. We tried to get in. We tried to get in. We tried to get in, and we couldn't like, get in. There's the so, exit door, and we were so, like, so, oh, what? So we went to win. I think it was like either that or Winter House. I ended up going to Winter House too. I was so disappointed because I, listen, I love Bryn. She is like Sonia Morgan 2.0. I love it. She, she works in marketing. So the way she talks and like copywriting, she knows how to say things in a funny way and people take it as fake, but like, it's not, that's just how she is. She is that kind of kitschy fun. I just love her. I, I, I do. Bryn. Mm-hmm. She is part of my list of the best housewife of 2023. Who's your number Brand. one or top three? Well, I don't have like, I, I made a, a TikTok slash reel for Instagram mm -hmm. and I did top 10, but I it's don't hard. like to give the like top one, two, three, whatever. I just, I just said, this is my favorite one this year. 
Uh, Okay, top five. I'm going to make you narrow it down to top five. Okay. Oh, God. Okay. Bravo Lebs. It doesn't even just have to be a housewife. It can be a male, a female, any show. You make it even worse. (laughs) Okay, fine. Just housewives. Let's do categories. Let's do housewife. My top five. Let's do five. My top five housewife of 2023 have to be uh, Garcelle and Sutton. I'm going to do... Oh, did you see my sweater, by the way? A cat. I love it. Anyway. (laughs) On brand. Uh Uh, Garcelle Sutton. I'm going to give it to Teresa and Jennifer. And my fifth one, that's going to be the wild card. Um, I'm going to go just because they're new. I'm going to give it to Bryn. Ooh, that's a good list. Okay. So, uh, because my top 10 included Salt Lake City Ladies and OC, but let's leave and and Candace from Potomac. So, I'm going to leave those top five right there. Okay. What what are your top five now? This is in no particular order. Okay. Okay. Garcelle, for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to have to go with Gertie. Mm -hmm. Uh, God. Okay. Lisa Barlow. I'm a Barlow ho. I love her. Um, okay. You're going to hate this one. Tamara brought it to the OC. She did. I know. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> and God, I just, I love Candace so much, but I also love Kenya. So, Okay. Atlanta didn't do so great this season, so uh, we're going to go with Candace. And I see someone else saying in Monica, Monica freaking brought it to Salt Lake City. No matter what anyone feels about her, we have to admit it. We have to. I, I, I mean, said, I said it. I said yeah. it. Too. I was like, I know you did. I know you don't just dislike her. I know you don't. Yeah. I know. I, I actually have a BravoCon story when we get to the BravoCon section about Monica. Ooh. Uh, yeah, we, I, I Tell have me. it. Uh, oh, yeah, it's going to be good. You were in there when that happened, so you're going to be surprised. <laughs> but I I have messaged Monica in, uh, you know, while the season is going on. And everybody knows that I'm at least a slash Whitney Rose fan. I love them both. They both are sweet. Whitney Rose, to me, is the sweetest person I have ever met in the Bravo universe. Not in general, but, like, like she's just definitely very warm. Like, people might mm-hmm. not see that because, like, we see the person on the show. But I have the chance to meet her in person many times, um, talk to her and stuff. So I, can, I see her as Whitney Rose, right? But that doesn't take away the fact that uh, Monica has been a you know force on this season, right? Key player. And I have messaged her, and the funny part is, like in those messages, I remember there was one where she said, "You don't like me, don't you?" I was like, Monica, no, this is not about liking you or disliking you. I'm gonna make comments about what I see on the show, and I tried to explain to her that a lot of content creators like myself doesn't hate housewives. No. We just don't agree with what they say, but I can always separate the housewife versus the human being. So yeah. in those conversations that are private, and I'm not going to tell people what we're talking about, uh, but I'm going to say, I told her, I was like, I understand your position, 
I know it's hard to be in reality TV. I know that you have getting hate for no reason sometimes. Like people wait to invest in your life, trying to put stuff out about you that you're not you're like confused what's happening. Just know that there are content creators like myself that I'm not about that. I might not agree with you on the show, but if I see something that I agree about you, I'm gonna say it. And I've said it many times about her on my tweets, and I show it to her. She even retweets some of my stuff because she found them funny. And I explained to her when I see your Bravo account, you will see how it is. And that's when this story I was comes with to you. Me. I was with you when you met her the first time. Yeah, I remember that with okay. her. She was like, and she was like, "Oh my gosh!" Like, yeah, I told you. Yeah. To, I said to her, I, "I told you I was coming, coming to see you." Uh, so the story comes later on what is happening. Uh, so stick around. When we get to the BravoCon part. Oh my I God. will tell you. About it. Okay. <laughs> Fine. Fine. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm gonna say one thing about my top five. What sometimes people don't see, especially uh, people who are just viewers is that as content creators, we do have some kind of like bias position because we feel close to some housewife more than others. And so obviously, I'm going to select in my top five the people that I feel closer to, right? Um, so yeah, I just wanted to make a disclaimer because I know a lot of people say, why Teresa and Jennifer Aiden? I'm like, well, because I love the peer.com. <laughs> I know you do. That's why I refuse to talk New Jersey with you. <laughs> it's like, uh, that, that, and that's the great thing about us. Like we know what we can talk and not talk, not to talk. It's like you don't bring up religion and politics at the dinner when you know it's going to cause like a major chaos. You want to keep right. it cute sometimes. <laughs> yeah, keep it cute, keep it sweet, keep it cordial. Yeah, you know, I, I you and I both know. Like first of all. I have to say, New Jersey fans are the most intense fans out of any franchise, <laughs> period. Um, dot. Um, and I think for me, because I, I've i made a point to not... I, I'm not like sitting... I, I'm not chatting with anyone really because I know myself is that like I meet someone and then automatically I'm like, oh, you're nice. I love you. And so I can't like... <laughs> It's the problem. I can't keep my uh, opinions my own once I start like loving someone. And so I kind of have to keep there are certain people like obviously I've talked with Leva and maybe like a few other people randomly, but like very few. And so I, I try and make sure I'm careful about that because I know, listen, if I became too friendly with one of them, I would be like, oh my God, leave them alone. They're my best friend. And they're, meanwhile, they're like, I don't even know her last name. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, Because you know totally. how I am. It's besties <laughs> by Caitlin and besties by Bravo because I think everyone is my new best friend. <laughs> that's right. I mean, that's, I, that is part of, I mean, it's hard not to get close to some people because you find common grounds perhaps. Um, so, yeah, I mean, honestly, at the end of the day, when it comes to content creation for Bravo, it's always going to be a little tricky not to be biased because sure. reality TV shows are based on the life of real people, quote unquote. So, I yeah. mean, if you, if you make content for, for those shows, 
uh, at one point you're going to interact with those human beings. Totally. And then you realize, you know what? We do have a lot of stuff in common. <laughs> yeah. Well, and let me also say this. Like, you are not alone in your love for Teresa and for Jennifer Aiden. The Teresa stands are like, I mean, intensely obsessed and like, I, I'm trying to be nice. Okay. <laughs> so I'm trying to say like, you're not alone in that. You're not the only one there. She wouldn't still be on the show if she weren't so beloved. And so, you know, I will say that there, I said something nice about Teresa. I don't have a ton of bad things to say about anyone in general, because I don't, I personally, I don't, I don't take it you know, quite as personally, because I'm not like friends with a lot of them. I just talk about everyone <laughs> as if we are. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now that we're going to talk about everybody, let's bring the top five. So you want to do five, uh, non housewife, bravolette, queen edition, the ladies. Okay. Oh, we're going. Okay. Madison mm -hmm. LaCroix. Okay. Got to go there. Obviously, Ariana. Uh -huh. This one is controversial, and I don't care. Lala. Okay. <laughs> uh, Leva. Okay. Because, see, I told you, when I have a, that's my only bias. Oh, gosh. And then I'm going to go, see, my other bias is showing here. I love Mia from Southern Hospitality. Good. That, that's an amazing list. Okay, tell uh, me yours. I'm going to start with Leva. Mm -hmm. I mean... Oh, I forgot Summer House. Shoot. I'm going to say Leva. I'm going to say... Oh, God. It's going to be hard. Just run it to five. Okay. Leva, Bali from Family Karma, because I'm obsessed and I love my Bali. Um, I'm going to do Danielle. Uh, I'm going to do Sam. Mm -hmm. And... Joran from Winterhouse, uh, Martha the Vineyard. I'm adding a Hub sixth. You're going to hate it. Who? Lindsay Hubbard. <laughs> I don't hate Lindsay Hubbard. I no, bought I a drink. I know you don't hate her. I'm I saying like, you're going to hate that I'm adding her to the top. No. Does that make sense? Like, I know you don't hate anyone. I know you don't. Except, I, well, except for, never mind. I know you. Okay. Who? Someone, I, I don't want to. <laughs> from my state? Mm hmm. I don't hate her. I, I despise. It, is that better? It's uh, I I actually the only person that I hate, Bravo wise, is only two people. One is Lisa Renna because she is the I I never had a big problem with a housewife in my life. Yeah. Then with Lisa Renna got me shadow banned for two years. For calling her, her out in some stuff. I don't want to talk about it anymore because it's all okay. news. She's not on the show. She's gone. Good. And the only person that I hate, quote, unquote, more like dislike because hating sounds like a really awful word, uh, is Joe Gorga. I dislike <laughs> Joe Gorga way more than I dislike Melissa Gorga. I can digest Melissa Gorga sometimes. Okay. But Joe Gorga, to me, it's the root of most of the problems on that show. But that's just my personal opinion. I just despise Larsa. Larsa Pippen? Yes. <laughs> she is so... Oh my God. Kim Kardashian wannabe blabbermouth full of... Mm, 
Okay. Anyway. <laughs> um, well, and talking about Lindsay, Lindsay Hobbs, I was never a fan of her. But one thing that I never could tolerate is for a man to do what Carl did to her. Thank so you. when that happened, I left the the Lindsay, the anti Lindsay train and I right. jumped on the Lindsay train because I'm not gonna tolerate what she went through because that was absolutely awful. So in my defense, I did buy her a drink at BravoCon. Did you? I, I did. I went to um I mean I know people from the summer house slash right. and all the stuff. We were texting and I went to the hotel they were staying at, and I went to the bar in the in, in the you hotel. You got to bring me. No, you went to a different event. <laughs> oh, did I? Yes, I don't you know did. Where I was? <laughs> you went to the chicken place. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that I got paid, so goodbye. <laughs> well, uh, well, you guys. Mama had to make her coin. <laughs> while you guys, while you guys went to the chicken place, I. Well, it's like, you know what? I'm going to go hang out at the bar. So I went to the bar and I messaged some people and some people met me. And uh, some of these people were hanging out and Lindsay was by the bar. And I bought a drink to a couple of people from the cast that were right there. And it was like, Lindsay, do you want anything? And I bought her a drink. Because, and I said, and I said, like, because you need more than one to deal with what's going to happen during BravoCon. So she laughed. We left as a very cordial situation. We, I never had yeah. a problem with Lindsay Hobbs. I mean, we, I never, like, met her or anything like that. But um, I, I I just have my feelings in the past. But, like, a good man that I am, I'm not going to tolerate men treating women the way that she was treated just a month away from her wedding. That <gasps> was despicable. Yeah, you know, I think Lindsay, I think she's, okay, I think she's kind of misunderstood because she is comfortable with conflict in a way that a lot of people aren't. Um, and I'm not saying good or bad. I'm just saying, like, she is used to conflict. And so, uh, like me, I'm not. I I literally spiral if someone doesn't text me back after a day and I think they're mad at me. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's that type of thing. So, like, I, <laughs> it's... I've, I've I been in it. that for the past, like, two days. I text somebody and I never got a text back. And I'm like, you just left me on red. This is not nice. <laughs> but I'm going like, to pretend it never happened. I just, like, oh, who cares? I know, I know. And I try and remember, like, just because we're physically available to everyone all the time does not mean that we are mentally available. And I get that. Plus, I, me, if I don't text you back, it's probably because my two-year-old knocked my phone out of my hand because he's an absolute <laughs> terrorist right now. Don't even get me started on what that's like. I've been, like, a little shell-shocked from the amount of screaming Okay, we're not talking about toddler two-year-olds. Um, well, we, we are about to. Subject. We are about to because we are going to give the top five Bravo Labs Kings edition, which is the men, which are like toddlers most of the time. <laughs> Truly. Truly. Huh? Okay. So, I, yeah. you want to go you first go, or should I go first? You go first. You go first. Okay. I'm going uh, to go with uh, Anrit from Family Karma. Uh, I'm gonna do Preston from Summer House, Martha's Vineyard. I'm gonna do Kyle Cook from Summer House, Winter House. Um, I'm gonna do. 
Uh, Brian from Family Karma and Winter House. I think he is Ooh, the most so adorable, adorable. <laughs> in the planet. Yes, he's so um, cute. And let's give it to one of the charmers. Oh no, I'm gonna ignore the charmers. I'm gonna go to Joe Bradley from Summer House from uh, Southern Hospitality. Yes. Okay. Okay. My number one is Craig. Ooh, he has glowed up, honey. He listen. He is still in his Rena Craig phase, which I love. I'm for it. I love a messy, petty Craig. You know, doing things like telling the bartender all of their <laughs> things that are going on as soon as they get to Jamaica. Like I'm like, yes, be a gossip queen, Craig. Yeah, I Pete know. has glowed him up. He is so mature, out of nowhere half the time. I said half the time, and y'all, when I tell you, I met him in person. When they st- people will say this all the time about him that he is so much better looking in person. Mm-hmm. I am not kidding you. Mm-hmm. He is beautiful. He is like if AI recreated Tom Cruise, made the nose and teeth straight and taller. There you go. That's Craig. Yeah. Um, okay, so that's number one. I mm, I can't give any of the Vanderpump Rules men any. <laughs> um <laughs> Uh, Kyle Cook, I'm I'm cool with him. I like what I, I like what I'm seeing. He has grown up and he's just kind of like a cute dad at this point. Yes. He he's is. Dog dad. I, um, I love him though. Yeah. I ooh, there can I tie two people? Yeah. Rod and JT from Southern Charm because JT is a little tiny Lisa Renna, and I love it. He is a mess. <laughs> and Rod, I love him. I'm like Olivia. What? What? Girl, what? Love it. Um. Okay. Non-house husband. You know what? I'm gonna give it to Brian from Family Karma. I think he's a doll. He's just so precious. And I, I was so excited when he finally got that kiss from Casey on Winter House. I was like, yeah. you I, go. <laughs> yeah. I was like, come on, bro. Let's do it. I yeah. I oh, but I forgot Southern. I didn't forget Southern Hospitality. Well, I I got to give one to Bradley from Southern Hospitality. I think I like what I'm seeing from him this season so far. Messy, give, but in like a way, like drop it and go. I want to give a like like uh, uh like an on like an extra spot to somebody that I absolutely adore, and it's TJ. He is oh yeah the balance. He is the balance of. A very good-looking man and a messy <laughs> man. He. He's I'll funny. tell you one thing. I'll tell you one thing. Um, I've been watching this uh, season, and I had caught so many times when the camera just cut straight <laughs> to TJ to get his He's reaction like... <laughs> because he is messy in the quiet way, and I love that. He about is. Him. He's I love got a messy such a dry... person. He has a dry sense of humor, which I love a dry sense of humor, mostly because it's like the opposite of mine. I I tell a joke and I'm laughing before I get the punchline out. And so I'm a hot mess when it comes to that. And TJ can look you just like directly in the eyes, say something and you're like, are you joking or are you serious? And I find that to be like one of the best senses of humor. So yeah, I I mean, I could only choose five, even though I chose six. (laughs) Yeah, same. Okay, so we had talked about housewives, bravo lips in the the queens, non housewife, and the kings, non husbands. So let's expand to the 
entire example. Who are you choosing as like the top five or whatever best ensemble that Bravo puts together this year? The best ensemble, like the best cast? Yes. Like who gave you the most? I you can pick more than one, more than three. You just pick whatever you feel like like mentioning. That's Vanderpump Rules um, and Salt Lake City. Okay. Okay. Oh, my God. And Southern Charm. I don't know. All of them. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, when it comes to, like, putting a cast together, I think Bravo hit the nail this year with um, Southern Hospitality because they were mm-hmm. brand new to the game and they had the liver. Season one, season two, I'm very happy with the cast. Even adding a new cast that is just messy. I met him uh, last week at Daniel's birthday, uh, Oshin. And oh, he, he went! Is, yeah, he is as messy as he is on TV, and I'm obsessed with him. <laughs> Can I ask you something? Isn't he who, like, kind of touched Charlie? Charlie, the... that's what people found out later on. Yeah. 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 yeah but he On he, Vanderpump he, Rules. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is uh he's quite um animated, which is really funny. Mm. Um also um I'm going to I'm going to give their flowers to Salt Lake City be- because Salt Lake City just took that to a different level. I mean, different level. Um adding Monica as uh, as a newbie, adding NGK as a a full-time housewife, it definitely make the OG's work for their paycheck. So we like that. We like when mm-hmm. when everybody clocks in, when everybody's involved in the mess, when nobody's just like like floating around. Like everybody has been involved at one point or another. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Um, and Southern Charm, Southern Charm has had a revival after like you know, so for it's been out for ten years. So you always expect the shows to like kind of die out after that. So uh, for them to have this like moment to like revamp the show to me is amazing and mm. last but not least summer house summer house yeah summer house is another show that has been on for a very long time so to keep the show interesting is really hard so what we saw last season and what we're gonna see this season is the perfect sample when you infuse new blood to the show to make it interesting in bringing mm. sam to the show was a hit oh yeah I'm upset though that she is not a full time for next season. That was yeah. the worst mistake. But at the same time, I'm also gonna say that uh, the opportunities are there for her for all the shows now, which is great. You know. Yeah, you know, I really liked Sam from the moment she came on. I have to say, I fully related to her when she was so emotional over being told she's too much. Um. I was even randomly thinking today about when I was younger, I used to be a hairstylist. I was a licensed barber and working in a hair salon. I remember I had a boss who told me that (laughs) now it's laughable, but at the time I was only 20 years old. And she told me that I had problems with my social skills, that I talked too much. (laughs) Look what I did with that, Vicky. (laughs) Yeah, I said your name whatever. Anyway, and it broke my heart and made me think there was so much wrong with me. And I even had like another person, another boss say, well, you're quirky. You're, you're a lot. You're too much. And the way I related to Sam, it was like, oh my God. Like, I just wanted to give her a big hug and be like, baby girl, 
you are in your early 20s. These are people who are scared of your potential, honey. That is mm-hmm. all it is. They're not ready for you. You are ready for you, and that's all that matters. I'm sorry. Like, I, I don't even... I haven't had an opportunity to really say all this out loud uh, on any platform, but it just was like that moment where I wanted to be like, yes, you too could be in an apartment loft speaking on a podcast. (laughs) 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 But truly, like, if I had had that platform, you know, it's like the way I, if I'd been able to have someone say that to me who had been through it, oh my God, you know, the way it just kind of broke my heart and I think she's wonderful. I, I really do. And I think um, I, I'm, in, I'm interested to know more about her. Like she was a ballerina and she did all these things. And that's a, she's accomplished a lot. And she's what, like 24? My she's God. Very, yeah, she's very young. I, I love her. Um, and now that I saw uh, Amin Hassan's comment, I want to show it. Miami is amazing. Miami is another ensemble cast that everyone is clucked in. I know a lot of people don't like some cast members, um, <laughs> including Larsa. <myself>. Larsa. <laughs> Honestly, like I still don't find her interesting or funny or anything. What do you mean like I mean like this is I work out all the time and I have sex four times a night. Like. Larsa can be easily a friend of and give her position to like Adriana or Kiki. Kiki. They they yes. bring way more to the show than Larsa. So I'm I, I still don't understand the uh why she's still there. Uh but the whole entire cast is definitely uh clocked in. They yes. are delivering one of the best seasons on Housewife history. So good. And I'm extremely disappointed by people not being watching it. And I said I said this before, and I stand by this. I love Bravo with all my heart. That's why we do this. But do I believe the moving Miami from Peacock to Bravo was a good move? Absolutely no. not. And I no. said it when it was announced. Leave Miami on Peacock because Peacock was basking on Miami to succeed. Yes. Bravo Bravo has other franchises. Bravo has Potomac. Bravo has Atlanta, Beverly Hills, New Jersey, New York to worry about. To add another franchise to it, they are being treated like step kids. It is not fair. No, I totally agree. That was them seeing the success they had on Peacock and wanting to get more money in in advertisements on cable. And it's like, dude, people will pay for the subscription to Peacock just to watch Ultimate Girls Trip and um, Miami, Miami and to get their, yeah, and get the uncensored reunions. Because now after they did that with Vanderpump, it's like, no, I really need to now hear Heather Dubrow actually <laughs> drop an F-bomb. And I never knew I needed that so badly. <laughs> like <laughs> It's like something so different. It's like hearing your proper aunt cuss, but like better um (laughs) i agree so yeah i fully i I, everyone was like don't move it from peacock and that's where it needs to be your numbers are going to look totally different different yes because listen like you're airing it right after beverly hills and somewhere like where i live if you don't have something like direct tv beverly hills doesn't come on until 9 or 10 p.m y'all it's late (laughs) and last week 
not this week, last week, they decided to uh, air Ultimate Girls Trip before yes. airing Miami. To me, that was so disrespectful. I was upset be- too. Yeah. Because A, I'm watching uh, Ultimate Girls Trip on Peacock, right? And I'm watching Miami because it's on Bravo. So I was watching Beverly Hills and I'm like, okay, it's time to watch Miami. Yes. And, and then Ultimate Girls Trip and I'm like, what is happening? Like, I've already and watched. I fell asleep before Miami was on. So I, And I had this conversation with some of the housewives on the show, some of the Miami housewives. I'm like, I don't know what's happening and I want to know and some and you know and 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 I told him I do feel like uh you guys are being treated like like second to third cousins not even like yeah. the first cousins you know um yeah. I want to make sure that my Miami girls get the respect that they deserve because they represent not only you know, Miami, but the, the Latino community mm-hmm. and, and within the Bravo franchises, right? It's the only franchise that has this many Latin descendant people on the show, mm-hmm. right? So I, I, I do feel that show very, like, close to my heart. And when that happened, I was like, this is, I mean, this is, doesn't, doesn't sit well with me right now. No. Right? So that was just, like, very strange to watch. Um because once again, Miami is delivering one of the most like amazing seasons on Housewives. Episode after episode. Yeah. Yeah, incredible. So we had talked about Housewives, the shows, the, the breakup, the scandal. Let's land it on the big event of the year, and that was BravoCon 2023. Oh, my goodness. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> How should we start this trip? Because it was, from the moment that we got to Vegas, was a very eventful week because we landed Wednesday. Unlike most yeah. people who were right, you know, Thursday night just to go to the event, we were there way earlier because we wanted to enjoy the city. And we coordinated uh, everything from the hotel we were staying at to <laughs> our flights. I mean, you and I ended up. We were so disappointed that our flights were in separate terminals because we were just going to go have a glass of wine before yes. our flights that were at like the same time. Ugh. Anyway, um, but yeah, wow. Aside from a bird taking a shit on my hand. <laughs> you remember this? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Y'all, I'm sitting there. We, I have not been in Vegas more than two hours. <laughs> Sitting there, eating some ceviche, enjoying the gorgeous weather with two friends. And there are these damn pigeons everywhere. And I'm like, I, I don't like birds. Okay. I don't, I don't like them. I, I'm sure they're beautiful from a distance. Okay. Don't come after me, bird watchers. But my God, they are, they're <laughs> like these t- birds are dinosaurs in case you didn't know that. Okay. The evolution, look it up. And these pigeons are like attacking all the tables that as soon as someone gets up and I have like my brand new cute little custom handbag next to me and we're talking and I'm eating the ceviche and I feel something wet plop on my hand and I look up (laughs) and I'm like this little son of a bitch shit on my hand i'm sorry for cussing so much but it was such a visceral moment all i did was like stood up like this 
just clawed my hands out and I had to run. The bathroom was not even on the same level in this restaurant as everything else. I had to run up the stairs. My hands were raw afterward. I said nothing, by the way. Didn't speak a word. Everyone at the table was like, did it poop on your handbag? And I was like, no, (laughs) on me. And you know what? I know people say it's good luck when a bird takes a dump on you. But I say it's only because people go, well, your day can't get any worse. So it has to go up from here. (laughs) And I was sitting right across from you. And I remember seeing your face when that poop just landed on your head. (laughs) And mind y'all, I can deal with a little shit because I have a toddler who I have. I mean, don't even talk to me about where I have found shit that's not even my own on me. Okay. So no, I am not. <laughs> I am not a priss. Okay. Oh my God. That was so hysterical. So I that's mean, the way the weekend started. That was how it started. Any well, it was a, a very amazing weekend though. Uh we went to Vendor Palms Paris for we did. dinner. We became really friends with one of the waitresses that she's going to be on one of the the shows that's going to air. I think it's on Hulu, right? It's uh, um, it's Lisa Vanderpump's spinoff show, right? Um, yes. What's the name of it? Villa or something? Yes, Vanderpump yes, Villa. yes. Yes. Uh, well, she's going to be part of that cast because she said that she's she was amazing. Her. Oh, so fun. I love her. And she gave the perfect recommendation for like, because we didn't have, we didn't want to have like a big dinner. We wanted a lot of appetizer and figure mm-hmm. food. So she pretty much picked for us. Uh, and everything that she chose was just beyond. The food at Vanderpump Paris was incredible. It was incredible. It was so good. Truly. It was amazing. Are like, the presentation of the drinks are just like crazy. Uh, the ambience of the place is just so amazing. And what really pissed me off, though, was that we went the night. The LVP was not there. Because then the next day, we went around that area, and she was the goddamn restaurant. <laughs> just a luck. Like the poop in your head. <laughs> we wouldn't have gotten a table. <laughs> no. We're, we're not at that level yet. Lisa, call us next time. Um, Please. Guillermo... Whoever, <laughs> Nick Elaine, call us. Um, <laughs> no, but honestly, like if you go to Vegas, you, I mean, if you go to Vegas and you are a Bravoholic, you need to go to Bend Upon Paris because it's literally like a Bravo landmark in Vegas. It's just beautiful. The food is amazing. The service is amazing. Uh, I have nothing but nice things to say about that place. And you got to remember that it's Vegas where most of the service is not always 100% because the competition at this point is like, eh. You know, like people are like, oh, they're going to come to us regardless. They're tourists. They're going to come and eat at our mm-hmm. place. No, that place was so really freaking amazing. You guys it see was. Oliver? I actually did. I, I saw Oliver when we went to one of the events. I don't remember if he was the watch what happened live. Yeah, or... people were standing outside of the of Vanderpump Paris, just taking like in huge groups. There were probably, yeah. would you say, like a hundred people, literally just taking pictures of Oliver while he was working. <laughs> yeah, it was really. It funny. was wild. I, I remember. Uh, I don't remember. If it, I think it was after Watch What Happened Live. I was walking out, and he was right there. He was standing 
uh, by the podium where people enter. And I took a picture, like a selfie with him, and I sent yeah. it to Garcelle. I was like, oh, look at who I found. And yes, it was Saturday night because she texted me. It's so funny how you saw Oliver before you saw me during BravoCon. I was like, yeah, whatever. And then the next day was the Bravo, uh, the, um, on Sunday was the, the Bravo Beverly Hills panel. Mm-hmm. And that's when I ran in front of the stage and I was like, hi. And then she's like, hi. <laughs> yeah. I mean, listen, it, it was amazing. Another restaurant you have to go to though in Vegas, Carbone. Oh my God. Wait a minute. And up, were you there when he was serving Emily and her husband? What weren't we there that night too? Because we went twice and we were sitting behind them. And somebody was like, oh my gosh. And I was like, please do not take photos. Please do not take photos. It's kind of weird to take pictures. Like, it's random. No, yeah, no. Um, I think that's the night she was having dinner with actually one of my friends. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sh- yeah. Um, because I ran into them right after. But yeah, um, it that it was a great way to kick off BravoCon. Um I I am so sorely disappointed I didn't have my fitness tracker on with me because I forgot the um, uh, charger. And my phone says that on Friday alone, I got in 20,000 steps. Now, something I want you all to know about Eddie. He's from New York. I was. I, am- <laughs> I, ha- I am like your height. And I have some long legs. Okay. I wasn't even in heels. I was in some boots. I am running to keep up with Eddie. I listen. Can, may I just say, you New York gays know how to book it. <laughs> we we got we got places to go, people to see, people we have, to see, people to chit chat with. You you got some drinks been, to drink. Yes, and I mean, <laughs> y'all. I was like this. I was in like a shorts, like blazer suit. I my whole back was wet. I was drenched in sweat um, and I walk, I like huff it in. And I think we had to run who was it Monica and Sutton that we were running to go see. Yes, She was yes. wearing the same cat sweater that I'm wearing right now. Um, yes. And we were the last ones. And I was like, Eddie, I'm going as fast as I can. You were like, bitch, book. Run. <laughs> I was like, okay, okay. Run. Don't kill me. Don't kill me. I'm ready. <laughs> I was like, we better get to this photo op before they close it. And luckily, I walk fast because we were the last ones, actually. You walk fast, I run. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm, my God, I'm with Zach Peter. I love Zach. I love Zach oh, Peters. Oh, I love Zach Peter. Yes. Oh, he's so wonderful. Oh, y'all don't want to see what my feet looks like. I still have scars. Still oh have gosh. scars from Saturday night. No, it was Friday night, the shoes I wore. And then Saturday night, I have actual scars on the top of my feet. Not exaggerating. Remember when we were at the um, at the VIP, in, like in the VIP room, and you were like sitting there, like I can't walk anymore. And I'm like, no, we gotta go, we gotta go. <laughs> you know, I I said that if, so many times. I I. <laughs> if you go to BravoCon. And if you are with me, you are going to get the workout of your life because we have places to go, people to see, and content to create. <laughs> and listen, but if you wear ugly shoes, Eddie's going to be like, 
Go back to your room. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. No ugly shoes allowed. So if I I'm, need you to help I'm me wearing, find the shoes if, that I can wear. If I'm wearing shoes that are not necessarily comfortable and I can handle it, I think we all can handle a little pain. <laughs> Y'all, I want this noted that Eddie thinks he could run around BravoCon in a pair of women's shoes. I'm making you do it next year. How about oh, no. that? I want to see how <laughs> you feel running in those strappy sandaled heels. <laughs> Do you know how many pairs of shoes I bought and returned based on the fact that I was trying trying to find decent looking but more so comfortable? No, honey, you're no, you could not. Uh-uh. I yeah. even was getting blisters from my Nikes at a certain point. I was like, okay, we're we're good. Whatever. Y'all, I mean, I wore these boots that are like Western kind of, they're like aqua from Bloomingdale's. Not dirt cheap, but not expensive. And I even had blisters on the insides of my knees from these boots. That is how much walking you do. So if you ever go, you will Be love ready. it. But I, you know what was one smart thing I did? I brought lidocaine spray for your feet. That's how I was able to walk for so long on Saturday. Numbed and, my uh, feet. What was your favorite, like your most like memorable memory from BravoCon this year? Oh my gosh. Woo. Honestly, the whole day Friday was so good. And Saturday day, um, I just loved getting to talk to people and being like, it literally felt like you are in this crowd with your people. People. And you feel like you finally, <laughs> it sounds so silly. You, you're like, I found my place in the world. I'm yes. not the kooky Bravo girl anymore, which, you know, like I've been making, I made two videos that are like, I'm a Bravo girl. <laughs> I've been watching on repeat. I love those videos. <laughs> I mean, because that's the thing is like, you're in a room with all the people who get every single Bravo reference you make. And it's incredible. Incredible. What was your favorite? Oh, uh, I was going to say that. I mean, to me, uh, the whole weekend, I mean, meeting Bravo labs and talking to them and all this stuff is always fun. Because that's mainly probably we go to do a BravoCon. But meeting Bravo content creators um, that understand you and your passion for this. And if we are so invested and we understand our language. Uh, yeah. It's, uh, it's the most beautiful feeling ever. Also, I don't want to sound like, oh, I have friends. But the fact that people recognize me. And yeah, take photos with we me did. And telling me like, oh, I, I listen to your podcast or I like your tweets yes. and all this stuff. And I like I like that we are both Garcelle fans or whatever. Or we like something I like that to me makes my weekend. That makes oh, me yeah. feel special. And I, I'm like, that was not why I started making content for for, you know, for this. I started doing it because I love Bravo shows. But those moments uh, make this all worthwhile uh, yeah. because my voice means something to somebody else, right? Uh, and like we went to that event, there was not BravoCon related, but it was done by a content creator at the Cosmopolitan. Yes. Uh, we went together. Yeah. Right? We saw Zach Peter there. We saw uh, uh, Ryan Bailey, uh, the Georgia girl from. Yeah. And, and the girl from. The housewife politics, uh, mm -hmm. you know, Bravo Manor. 
I mean, it's uh, in that moment and people approaching us and say, oh my gosh, I, I listened to your podcast and like, you know, feeling special. Even if for a moment, it makes all this so worthwhile. It really does. You know, we do it because we find community in it and we do it because we have been kind of spending so much time feeling like, oh, it's kind of embarrassing. I love housewives. I love all of the, you know, uh, just Bravo stuff. And people are usually just kind of like, oh, you know, yeah, I don't really watch that. And it's like, no, we, we want, we've created these accounts and started these podcasts because it's hard to meet those people in the wild. And when you do, you feel like you found your community. Uh, oh, Ben answer, wasn't there. It was uh, no, Ronnie. Ronnie was there. I was going to say that, like, do you see Ben? They said, no, we didn't see Ben, but we definitely saw hang out with Ronnie. It was so, we actually hung out with him a lot. Like, we I, didn't, the same I only saw Ronnie for a second. Yeah, I only saw Ronnie for a second. And I, I've met them a few times going to their shows because um, I've just been a long time listener. And I don't think Ronnie remembered me. So when I walked up and I was like, Ronnie, and he was like, oh, <laughs> hi. Um, <laughs> I listen, I, like I said before, I think everyone is my new best friend and it's too much sometimes. Remember, it, I can be a little too much. <laughs> and, and that's And that's another thing, like, you know, I have the opportunity, we have the opportunity to meet people that inspire us to do this. Like, yeah. I love Campire and we always yeah. chat online. And even though we, I think we are both in New York City area, we had never like met in person until I ran into him at BravoCon this year, right? Mm -hmm. and, and we both were excited to see hi to each other. Uh, I was like, I'm excited to, to talk to you because you inspire yeah. me to do this. The same thing with Zach Peters. Like, Zach Peters and I have the funniest story, and I'm pretty sure he can tell it, too. When we first started interacting on Twitter, we hated each other. Hated oh, yeah, tweets. I forgot. <laughs> uh, we we were on each other's throws because he likes Lisa Ray and Erica, and I despise them, in a, you know, whatever. So we were always kind of, like, shading each other's uh, tweets and stuff. But then one day I invited him to my podcast, and he said yes, and we had the most amazing conversation And since then, we became really good friends running into, I mean, meeting him in person, even though we talk about uh, Bravo and stuff all the time, like through text or whatever. Uh, we finally saw each other in person uh, in Vegas, and it was he's so amazing. Sweet. You know, it was amazing. Yeah, he's so a sweetheart. That's why I love going to BravoCon. It is the sense of community beyond the Bravo Labs and beyond the excitement of the whole entire Bravo network. I am a firm believer that what keeps the lights on a Bravo are the Bravo content creators. Yeah, absolutely. Bravo doesn't like to give us a lot of credit, unfortunately, but, but we hopefully are they're, they'll start credit. paying attention. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I hopefully they'll start paying attention a little bit more um, because we really bring even more life to the shows that already have so much life. I'm not giving us all the credit. I mean... <laughs> Yeah, no. but you know <laughs> it's it, it really i you know my my account is called best the podcast is besties by bravo my account is besties by caitlin and it's it really started from actually going to the crappies the golden crappies that watch what crappens did and when i tell y'all i <laughs> when i was married at the time I looked at my husband and I said, this is the greatest night of my life. Meanwhile, we had gotten married not even an entire year earlier. 
So yeah, there you go. I am leaning backwards, three rows, talking to people, being like, oh my God. So tell me, who do you love? Who do you hate? And who do you love to hate? And I will <laughs> not. And I, I was like, I, I literally saved the account name Besties by Bravo back in March of 2020 because I was like, I really want to go ahead and try and do this. Um, You know, and all the jokes aside about me saying that was the greatest son of my life to my husband, it's, you know, he understood. Okay. I wasn't being a complete dickhead. Um, but I did turn around and say that to him. Um, <laughs> and that's where this all really started though, is it's just, we just like, even like being here live with all of you, with Amina and Endub, you know, and Aaron. And it's like, we, and I saw Tay Tay up there earlier. We are here because we love our community. We love all of you. And yeah. we all feel a certain type of kinship that you can't, Sorry. I mean, I love TLC and all, but like, I don't find the same kinship totally with my 90 dayers. I mean, I love 90 day fiance. Don't get me wrong. I really do. Like it is fully like my thing. <laughs> um, I don't just watch Bravo. I just mostly watch Bravo. But that being said, it's, it, it's just such a wonderful thing. And it was it like the best thing that ever happened in my entire life. Almost. I do have a child, so I can't say things like that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it'll be great on 2024 or maybe 2025 if Bravo decided to make a reality TV show about content creators, put us in a house, summer house style, bring a bunch of us into a house and you have TV gold. Trust me, the egos and the fights and the shade and the reads, we learn from the best. We learn from the housewife and everybody in Bravo Labs and Bravo Universe. Trust me. You are not the you only would... person to say this to me. <laughs> Trust me. And See, honestly, I, uh, yeah. I've been pitching it for a while. I've been pitching it to people. I'm like, if you give the content creators just a little bit of like uh, uh, TV air, you're not going to be disappointed. Well, let me tell you, I have a dear friend who is a writer, a, a successful writer, and she also has written... Yes, this is a thing, written reality TV shows, and she pitched it to her agent. And her agent, her writing agent, said that people are already watching content creators online. They don't want to watch them on their TVs. So y'all just got to be the louder voices, okay? Say we want to <laughs> see them on the TV. I don't know. Like, listen, I would get on there and I would probably be like making besties with everyone. And then it, I think for me, the problem would come out whenever someone starts talking shit about one of my actual besties. And then that's when I get heated. People could probably say whatever about me and I'd be like, yeah, whatever. Cause I'm used to it. But now I'm like, you said what about Eddie? What? <laughs> <laughs> that's when it would get like puffing the chest out. Oh that yeah. Was and, and, I, and, and I go zero to Jersey in a second. So let me tell you, <laughs> I'm not going to go into too many specifics, but I want you all to know Eddie if you are in any situation with him, he is definitely someone who will take care of you and have your back. And when Jersey Eddie comes out, mm, listen, run. <laughs> Jersey Eddie only comes out for a very good reason. And I've witnessed very good reason. And um, Eddie does not like anyone to mistreat his girls or his guys, anyone. So I just mm. want to compliment you on that. Eddie has been there for mm. me as a dear friend before. So, I just want to say that he's a true bestie. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Thank you. 
So we got to the part where we are going to say goodbye, but I want you to, you know, say what you expect on this content creation Bravo world on 2024 to happen. You know, I'm going to say in a manifesting manner that I really hope, at least for myself, my own show grows, the social media channels grow, and that uh, more opportunities come to collaborate with people because that's been like the most fun. I, You are a fantastic example of getting to collaborate with someone who so many wonderful things and experiences have come from. And I just want more of that, that we can all just get together and do these things like just so y'all know, Eddie and I are going to be going to New York to watch Ariana perform well, in Chicago. come to New York. I'm already here. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, you know, whatever. Um, which a lot of people <laughs> have been getting confused. Every time I'm like, Ariana is on Chicago in New York. I'm like, she's not this going show. to be in the city, Chicago. It is on Broadway. Oh, Jesus. Anyway, um, Broadway, New York, New York, Chicago. Okay, got yeah. it. So, we are um, going to be seeing each other in February, which means that we might be doing a you know live podcast and everything. Who knows? The, the sky that. is the limit. The sky is the limit. <laughs> yeah, you know. And I'm hoping to do some more traveling this next year and getting together, like going to LA, New York, going back to Charleston, Charleston. yeah, maybe Salt Lake City or yes. Miami. I definitely want to go back to Charleston. So let's make that. Let's. We need to make a list of places we want to go in 2024 and make it happen. And I'm gonna have to get a third credit card to make that happen as well. Fourth and fifth. <laughs> you only live once. <laughs> yes, but your credit lives on forever. <laughs> I True. yeah, you only live once. I better only live to 40 because that's about as long as my credit will allow me to live if I keep living this way. <laughs> my credit's like, bitch, get a job. <laughs> oh my god. Go to work. Yes. Well, uh, Eddie, yeah. thank you for having me. What are you looking my... forward to in the new year? My New Year's, I wanted to be uh, excited. I want my 2024 to be filled with uh, more Bravo surprises. Um, who knows? Uh, you might see Eddie on TV one day. Who, who, who knows? The sky's the limit. The sky are you is the limit. Us something? What are you no, I'm just manifesting it. I'm not telling anything. Okay. Hey, but listen, I I've wish had I was. two psychics tell me I'm going to end up on HBO acting, so I'm just waiting for that to happen. Hey, like I said, Hopefully like, it's um, not in my own murder story or something. <laughs> I, I just like to manifest stuff because I remember when I used to watch Bravo as a viewer, and I was like, I hope one day I'm friends with some of these people because I, can, I think I can be friends with them. Fast forward to now, I can say I have many Bravo lips on my speed dial on my phone. So, yes. There you if go. You if you manifest something, it will happen. I mean, it just like, um, you know, you put the hard work, you, you you put yourself out there. And I think we both have been doing that just at the same pace. Like I said it at BravoCon, I said it to somebody, I don't know where this journey is taking me, but it's taking me somewhere because I can see the progress. When yeah. something is not moving forward, that's when you are concerned. But uh, as a content creator, I've seen our journeys and our journeys are pushing us to something. What it is, we will find out in 2024. Yeah. But we are moving in that direction, right? We sure. Um, definitely more adventures, more content, and obviously uh, keep growing our accounts. Like, uh, I, I think 
if 2023 was an example of how 2024 is going to be as a content creator, I think big things are going to happen. Yeah. One more thing I want to manifest is BravoCon tickets not being so difficult to get next year. (laughs) (laughs) Or for Bravo to be like, you know what? Content creator needs to have their little own kind of day to purchase. Like, you guys spend a lot of time talking about us. Let me give you some special codes you can buy maybe like an hour earlier. Just content creators. We don't ask for much. Make it a code you can only use once. Yeah. Because... I. I Eddie, I better not be calling you in tears this year. <laughs> or me calling you like, oh my gosh, dude, what's happening? What's happening? <laughs> Y'all, the number of things I ended up having to Venmo Eddie because yep. um I, I'm a pray to God I have that amount of money in my uh checking account because otherwise I'm gonna have to be like, do you take afterpay, Edward? <laughs> Trust me. At this pace, I'm going to end up to do the Lars of Pippen selling my feet online. I have no problem with that. I'm not embarrassed. I have no shame. None. So if, I'm if not I need, against SW. <laughs> if I need to sell feet pictures online to get my VIP tickets, trust me, I mean, I, I'd be like, I'm open for business. I'm open for business. <laughs> open. Feet, hands, knees, ankles hey <laughs> we'll do it <laughs> a, a little extra uh a little what's it called what's it, like they have like the extra per uh pay uh you pay extra for extra stuff fingers ears i'll do it I'll do it. Oh my god! This is the only pretty kitty I will show, though. This little kitty on my sweater. The one of the cat, the, the little cat yes. on the sweater. That's it. Oh my god! So, gonna talk this was, up. That was amazing. Yeah, next year we, I hope we get our Bravo. I mean, we did have. I mean, we got our VIP tickets, so we're not gonna complain about it. We got lucky. Uh, next year, I don't I'm wanna, concerned. I don't want to be suffering getting those tickets again. <laughs> No, that's why I'm saying we got to figure it out. Daddy, I'm sorry, Andy, daddy, I'm sorry, dad, daddy, Andy, I'm sorry. I need you to call me or I need to get in touch with you. Figure out how we yes. figure this out. Yeah. <laughs> well, Caitlin, I am more than like grateful that you came on today to say goodbye to 2023 and welcome 2024 together. Um Yay. I wish you in this new year nothing but the best and wealth and health and more traveling and bigger things for bestest by Caitlin because you Um, know that I adore you. And you know I adore you and same to you, my friend, and to everyone listening as well. I'm I'm so grateful for you and I can't believe it's been almost a year since we met and did all of these things together. So... (laughs) I it's I can't believe it's the year is coming to a close, but all the doors are opening to even more fun things. Yes, yes, bigger things. And to all the listeners and followers and people who like us and dislike us, thank you for keeping <laughs> our accounts moving because um a hater is a fan in disguise and we love you all. Mm-hmm. That's the reality. You stay on our tweets and our Instagrams and our podcasts, but you're paying attention to what we're doing, and that's what we want. Thank you so much. <laughs> Love you, mean it, bye. No. <laughs> uh, in all seriousness, please go follow our, our 
you know, podcast or Instagram. My Instagram is Martini with Eddie. Caitlin, it's uh, Bested by Caitlin. Mm -hmm. um, Twitter, the same. Uh, Martini with Eddie. Your Twitter is Bested by My Caitlin. My Twitter too? because um, Twitter literally cut me off at the end on Caitlin. So it had <laughs> I I hate you, X. Um, <laughs> besties by Kate. And then on TikTok, it's Besties by Bravo because TikTok won't let me change my name. Yes. Anyway, it's Besties by Bravo on TikTok, Besties by Caitlin on Instagram, and Besties by Kate on um, uh, X. And then it's Besties by Bravo podcast and YouTube in case you wanted to be more confused. Exactly. <laughs> and in my case, it's Martina with Eddie across the board. That's M. A R T E A N A M A R T E A N I S because I can spell obviously. Uh, Martin it's with Eddie across the board. Uh, thank you so much for following us. Thank you much for uh, giving so much love on 2023. Please come and stay with us on 2024. Yes. Okay, Caitlin. Thank you so much. And you want to say with me one more time how I end my show is you know uh, by bestie. Okay, three, okay. two, one. Bye, Bye, besties! besties.